Welcome to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Harmony Kaplan. You are Allison Kaplan. <laughs> Your voice has changed. My gosh. I am Grant Whitaker. I'm he so happy to is. be the shop boy back today yes, on Shop we're Girls. Happy to have you back. Allison will be back next week, but I'm always happy when, you know, I get to visit with you and you kind of have that French guy look going on today. I do. Your, I knew you were yeah. going to wear your blue lavender glasses. So I was trying oh, to curate. So you wanted to match. Yes. They're actually more purple. Oh. If you get close up. Well, good for you. Sure. Look you at know, you, I'm, Prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my homage. Yeah. I love that. So Grant is coming off of a big week. Have you rested up at all since Fashionopolis? You know, it's been it's been nonstop, actually. It's been good. It's been good to have a busy fall. I've got one more show next weekend for Minneapolis Institute of Arts. Yes, and we'll Galleria. talk about that later. Yes. yes. Okay. But you know, the thing is, I, you know, Allie and I talked about it last week because we were, of course, both at Fashionopolis and it was a great show. It was a great evening. Everything about it was so much fun. But as I sat there watching the show, what I really kept thinking of is <laughs> what's, what's going on backstage? And I, you know, because it all comes out and it looks polished and lovely. And I know from many years of experience, that ain't the way it is backstage. So as long as you're here, I thought, maybe you can give us just a little bit of a, you know, backstage kind of take. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is up until the last drop in moment, I check every look before that first look goes out. And then I have a really great team of people I work with. And then I call the show from the front end of it. Okay. How many models were there? We had 27. That's a lot. And how many changes did they each have? We had, so between sections 15 to 16, sometimes 17 looks. Throughout that evening, we had 10 sections. Yeah. So lots of work. You know, we have the decade sections that I style with for Minneapolis St. Paul magazine. Then we had local designers who would take on their own. Then we had Martin Patrick, which I work on and style and editorialize. So, I mean, we have a, we had a lot going on. Yeah, I would say so. Behind the scenes, (laughs) to be honest, there were sequins, there were feathers, there were all kinds of things on the floor. Behind the scenes, we've got five dressers, six assistants helping each person, plus each designer behind the scenes, making sure that their looks are also going out. Yeah. The five and five kind of that grouping of assistants and dressers is all dedicated to me and my work pretty much just okay. to have, so that we get the stores close out there. Models wear makeup hoodies. I mean, it's an entire thing. I think people, as we've talked about before, people think fashion shows are just a thing yeah. or I can put it on or I can go on Instagram and say that, Hey, I'm a fashion producer. Doesn't work that way. It doesn't. You've done this work. You know how hard it is. You know, at 46, I've been doing this since also I was 17 years old. And working and learning from a lot of great people. So, you know, even the editor, you know, like, you know, editor-in-chief Jane Haugen Olson was like, I didn't realize you sticker every piece. I didn't realize you sticker every hanger. You know, you have an entire inventory system. I mean, we have all the things that make a fashion show happen because ultimately it's not just about what happens. It's about how it also gets returned, oh, <laughs> how it get, sure. gets selected. So, okay. So, so tell me the truth though. So, you know, like, did anything go out like backwards or buttons not done or? 
I am going to literally find some wood to knock on. It didn't this year at all. You've had that happen in the past. So I like have. That. I've had models come out and you'll have a section of like, let's say, beautiful purple and blue and green. And the model comes out in the next section's outfit, which is like yellow and black. Oh. So all of a sudden you've got one bumblebee yeah. on the runway. <laughs> and that literally happened during a Fashionopolis one year, oh. actually. Um, which is funny. We've had multiple things. I think in my years too of working for on Glamorama, uh, behind the scenes and, you know, working on behalf of with my, Myron Johnson over those years, it was so funny. Sometimes my leading role was to be the person who would send everyone out and wrangle yeah. everybody and get everybody together and remind them of their choreography. And I, I remember one year having a model who was very uppity and she was on her cell phone the entire time. So by the time it was time for her to walk, I had to literally grab her phone, throw her coat on her and get her out there. Oh, and so sometimes, I mean, the situations really can be um, intense. I mean, they're really it's really intense when you think about it. It's the glory sometimes of 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. Yeah, this was was an hour show. This was was an hour show. show. Yeah. Plus, we had music as an element this year. And did the music all go right? I mean, did they put everything? Well, I mean, that. Uh, how many rehearsals? Were I there? do a rehearsal. The So we did a, a rehearsal for multiple hours the Sunday before. We do a quick rehearsal and roundup that day. I bring in what I call a model captain to go over my choreography. Then Why didn't I, you call me? I could have been a good model captain. I, I sure could have called you. Yeah. We have people year. who help us curate the hair and makeup. You know, I come up with the looks. We have people behind the scenes. I mean, it's a lot of moving parts. It is. Well, I mean, it certainly came out um, 100%. Whether it did in the back or not, it was great. And I would suggest everybody put it on their calendar for next year. If you if you didn't make it this year, you're going to want to I will it. say my favorite thing on Instagram is somebody caught me dancing with my headset on calling the show, which I thought was great. Because <laughs> <laughs> the models always go, when we see you dancing, we know it's good. Then you know, yes, that it's been a success. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad. Well, I, I would say it certainly was a success. Um, so, all right, let's get on to some of the things that have um, opened this week. You know, there's always new things, and that's what's so exciting, is that, you know, after a few years of feeling like everything was closed. Exactly. Um, Olio, I hope I'm saying it correctly. I don't know how else you would say it. It's O-L-I-O. Olio Vintage is a new vintage collection uh, for local vintage vendors, and today is their opening day. It's in Northeast Minneapolis. Um, it began, Carrie Martinson was, is the founder of Oleo Vintage, and she used to own Flea Sisters, which mm-hmm. some people might know about. And so she has joined with Rosella Vintage, which is Jana Jana How do you say her first name? Jana. Jana, not Yana. No. Oh, see, I thought you don't. Jana. Okay. Jana. Yeah. Jana. Okay. Um, so it's Rosella Vintage, Black Nivni, and Salty. And they have been, you know, vintage pop-ups and markets and all, and they have now gotten together and decided that a brick and mortar is the way to go. Vintage is so popular. And this is a way that, you know, they can kind of put all of this in one place. And so they are, they signed a lease at a store at 21 Northeast 5th Street in Minneapolis. Um, And they are now going, They what's so great is they've got, High quality merchandise. They've got gender inclusive merchandise, size inclusive, vintage pieces that give are sustainable and they of give course. an alternative in, in 
to fast fashion. So this is now going to be, um, they all have a little different take. They do. Uh, So that's kind of a a fun thing that you can get so many different looks in one place. They're going to be this weekend. They'll be open 11 to 6 today. And Sunday, they will also be open from 11 to 6. And there will be complimentary beverages, snacks. You can meet the owners. And then their regular hours will be Thursday through Monday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And again, it's at 21 Northeast 5th Street. And it's at oleo.mipless, M-P-L-S. Well, and if you're a vintage enthusiast, I mean, that whole entire block, you've got the Golden Pearl around the corner. That whole block is just really kind of booming right now. And they're great shops. There's great merchandise. I frequent that area. I mean, if you want some good shopping and that's your thing, and plus you love being sustainable, right? great place to visit. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that will be an exciting thing for a lot of people. Another store, we had talked, um, Allie and I, a few weeks ago, that LaRue's, after many, many years on, I think, 46th and Lindale, they have moved and have opened in Linden Hills. It's 4301 Upton Avenue South uh, in Linden Hills. Their hours are Wednesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, Sunday, 12 to 5. They're closed on Monday and Tuesday. Their grand opening is like the... 12th, I believe, if I, I hope I have that correct. Um, but they are, op- yeah, the grand opening is the 12th through the 16th. But right now, you know, you can still go and shop there. I think it's going to be a really great addition to Linden Hills. I oh, think I think so too. There's going to be a, you a, know, Kathy, the owner of that store, Kathy LaRue, I mean, that is just, she is a really great curator. There are some wonderful pieces of jewelry. There's non-traditional bridal. I mean, it's a very great store. I never knew her name was LaRue. Yes. Oh, my goodness. See, I've learned something from you, Grant. And with that, we have to take a break, but we've got so much more to talk about. So don't go away. More of Shop Girls right after this. I hate to interrupt Joe Crocker. It's Joe Crocker, right? Crocker. Is it? I didn't want to say that. (laughs) But that's his name. Okay. Okay, Joe. We'll just call him Joe. Then you Uh, leave it for me to say. Absolutely. That's what you're here for. Uh, You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Harmony Kaplan with Grant Whitaker today. And I I do want to mention next hour, we're going to have a a great guest on who knows a lot about sustainability Mm -hmm. and fashion. So um, you'll want to be listening to that but right now we want to talk about lots of different things there's so much going on one of the things that is going to happen after a two-year hiatus grant is the american craft made event is coming back to downtown st paul it's their 30th 35th anniversary this fall it's i can't believe we're in october already this is next week it's october 7th through the 9th at river center it's three days um, it's a nonprofit program that's put on by the American Craft Council. And if you've never been, it's so much fun and there is so much to see. Uh, there's everything from furniture to jewelry to clothing, home decor. And it's from artists all over, not just local artists. Right. Um, and you can uh, also shop from your screen. They have a new uh, e-commerce site. So if you don't feel comfortable going, but you can start doing that beginning Monday, October 3rd at craftconsole, all one word, dot org. But 
I would certainly encourage anybody to attend. I'm sure you've been to it, haven't you? I have, you know, and I I have worked the opposite end with a different, the American Craft Council. So I support all of those artists. I mean, it's so much work and so much effort. And, you know, these artists do such unique things. If you have not visited a craft fair like this, yeah, they're so upscale and they're really wonderful. And the artists are also so knowledgeable about what they right. do. Right. Yeah. And I think in some cases, because the artist is there, if there's something you see, but you'd like something a little different, they can you can work with them. And oh, it's 100 percent it custom at some point. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what's really nice about it. Plus, you get to hear their stories up and close and personal. Sure. Yeah. No, it's fun. that's where I met Drew Beeson. Do you know Drew? Yeah. Beeson? Billy Beeson's nephew. Yes. yes. Yeah. Drew's yeah. very talented. Very. Yes. Yeah. Wonderful things. So anyway, that's something to look forward to next weekend. Now, on a larger scale, Amazon and Target. We talked about Target last week that they have announced their um, I guess they're calling it. What are they? Call, I think they just I don't know. It's their special um before season sort of price guarantee thing. It's, they can't call it Prime Day because obviously that's what Amazon calls it. But Target is doing a seasonal sale October 6th through 8th with its holiday price match guaranteed from then on. So the, I think the whole idea is get out there and shop early. We still have problems with merchandise coming into stores and and all of that so that i think the smart shopper this year is going to get out there and shop early while the stuff is there because you don't know for sure that it's going to be there as it gets closer to the holidays you just have to get your head around that do do you do that do you shop early you know that's so funny it's like when i was reading it this morning i actually posted that article that you sent me this morning you know I wasn't, but I think I'm trying to be just because we've been through a pandemic. Yeah, exactly. You start thinking about, like, I don't want to miss that moment. I'd like to get something special. I'd like to get a good deal. So right. I think it is becoming more of the norm. Well, I think, you know, if if one is smart, mm-hmm. one makes their list. And especially since you know that whatever the price is, at, at Target at least, is going to continue to be the price, you don't have to worry about getting a better deal later. And Amazon, of course, is not going to be, you know, outdone. So they are having an exclusive two-day holiday sale for Prime members from October 11th to 12th. In 15 countries, they're doing it. They're calling it a chance to kick off the holiday shopping season early. That's clever. Right. Anyway, but so they are both going to be doing this. Um, Obviously, Prime Day has always been like well according to retail dive they say that the prime day is the third most popular popular holiday shopping event after black friday and cyber monday so you know they are going to make this a a really big deal and i think you know if if we can all get our acts together and do some early shopping you know you've got to a good way of of getting things early and not having to worry about at the last minute totally. you know, if, if stuff will be available. Exactly. So we've given you the dates. Now it's up to you to get out there and shop, right? Okay, now let's move on to something that I thought was kind of interesting. Virgin Atlantic Airlines has always been story. like ahead of themselves yeah. in everything or certainly ahead of other airlines. 
And they have now announced a non-gendered uniform policy, they say, to reflect the diversity of the workplace. Um, you can tell us about it, because I'm sure you've read the article, too. I have, of course. We, I, we, we try to study here. Yes. <laughs> you know, here's, here's the, let's break it down, which is really great. It started with that wonderful spot. You know, if you know anything about RuPaul's Drag Race, Michelle Visage, of course, is kind of the, the co-host, the best friend of RuPaul. Yeah. And she's spearheading this really great, you know, ad that is really featuring her talking about this is the best way to get on board and support where we're at in our diversity of people. Yeah. And so what they're saying is it's be your best, literally be your best person, be your Whoever best flight you attendant. Yep. If you want to show up in a skirt, be in a skirt. If you want to show up in a tie, be in a tie. But really look at yourself and and pick the uniform that's going to best suit you. So it started with this initiative, I think, where the team at Virgin decided, let's really celebrate our people. Right. And that Whoever became this be. this wonderful story. And then they brought Michelle Visage on as their spokesperson going, you know, I have a child who's also identifying, identifying as non-binary. Yeah. This was great for me. It's great for people around the the world. And let's embrace that. I love that you're going to see a flight attendant that might be non-traditional in that sense, yeah, right. but very dressed up. Absolutely. Uh, the, the All of the uniforms are designed by Vivian Westwood. Yeah. So you so can't cool. go. And, you know, many of them are in bright red. There are pantsuits. There are skirt suits. But, I, I mean, they do a wonderful YouTube commercial if you want to put it that way that you can go and see if, if just look at the the uniforms and all of the people talking that work for virgin airlines and i think obviously it makes your employees so happy it makes them feel good and why shouldn't they be wearing what exactly. they're comfortable wearing exactly so um you know it'll be interesting to see if other airlines follow I, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I don't I don't know that they will, but it would be nice. Now, another group that is going to get new uniforms, and I know you're going to be excited about this, the Minnesota Twins. Oh, I know you're excited about excited. this. Of I'm course. excited about anything with the Twins. What can I tell you? But they have not had really new uniforms in many years. And so they're going to get a brand refresh. They're still going to be in their signature colors of the red, white, and blue. But they feel that it is time, and during the off-season, this will be worked on. Um, They really have been using the same block twins uh, insignia since 1987. That's a while. Right. So um, it's kind of exciting. They're going to have some different looks that we will see. They also will debut a City Connect uniform. And anybody knowing baseball knows these are great. They're they're rolling these out among the teams. So it's going to be a while till they get them. San Diego has one that's just great looking. They just kind of connect with the city that they're in. So along with hopefully good players, um, we will have new uniforms too. Back after this. I love to dance. Oh my gosh, get off of the table, Greg. I know, it's true. This is so embarrassing. Uh, You are listening to Shop Girls (laughs) on My Talk 107.1. You know, we've got to have a little fun during the breaks, right? Right, exactly. Oh my goodness, you're quite a dancer. I am quite a dancer, (laughs) actually. Well, you're listening to Grant Whitaker, and I am Harmony Kaplan, and we are happy that you tuned in today. We've got so much information for you about so many different things going on. And also, you know, we do always take questions at noon, but I like to give out the phone number. I mean, we're willing to take questions anytime. Right. 
I mean, we may have to, you know, move things around a little. But the number you can call is 651-641-1071. And Lexi, our wonderful producer, will answer the phone, won't you, Lexi? Yes, of course. See? I wanted to make sure that she was there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so if you have a question, you can call any time. You know what I wanted to talk about? Allie and I have been trying to talk about this for weeks and still haven't gotten to it. We all certainly went through the uh, the mourning period and all of the television coverage of Queen Elizabeth's death. But one of the things, and it was funny because I had been thinking about this, and then InStyle Magazine actually had an article about what happens to her closet. I know, right? I mean, Lord knows she had many, many colorful outfits and lots of crowns and all of that kind of thing. And... It's very interesting because there is an author, Brian Hoey, who wrote Not in Front of the Corgis, which I love. I love the title. And he did, at least in that book, let us know that regularly the the queen gave her old clothes to her dressers. Can you imagine having dressers? I wouldn't like that. Would you like to have a dresser? I think I would, actually. Well, you probably would. Yeah, I mean, someone just to help you once your outfit's been pressed and give it to you and have you put it on. But but if you watch The Crown, I mean, they actually dress you. Well, I don't, I I don't know. I think I can still do that myself. Well, but that's it's not part. a bad thing. No, I suppose not. <laughs> there aren't too many of us that have it. Anyway, so she would give her old clothes to the dressers, mm-hmm. and then they could keep the things if they wanted to, I suppose, or if they fit them. Or they could sell them. But... Nobody would ever know that they came from the queen because labels were removed and there was never a trace that anything came from Buckingham Palace. So, you know, I mean, I suppose you could see a suit and think, "Mm, I remember seeing the queen wear something like that. But, you know, I mean, I don't know what size she was. She was very petite. She was only 5'3". Right. So I don't know. But the other thing that I thought was interesting is the woman had a lot of jewels and there were there are 142 royal ceremonial objects that are kept in the tower of london you know you got to have a, a place i guess a jewelry box wouldn't work for her well, you know? i mean and it's got to be also so secure oh my goodness yes but besides those pieces elizabeth had more than 300 pieces in her personal collection including 98 brooches 46 necklaces, 37 bracelets, 34 pairs of earrings, 15 rings, 14 watches, five pendants, and a partridge in a pear tree. I and made that probably not one with a fake stone. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. I am sure everything was just, you know. Emerald rubies the, and the, diamonds. Yes, and pearls. She loved her pearls. And, in fact, Kate Middleton was wearing one of her brooches and then later was seen during you know the um the funeral wearing her pearls and megan also was wearing pearl earrings that she had given her and uh another note that this author uh made mention of is the fact that diana before she passed had stated that she wanted her personal jewelry to go to her boys for their future wives and we know that her engagement ring is what kate middleton wears and uh megan markle has two diamonds from her collection it's 
not bad. A lot, lot of jewels going on. A right. lot of jewels. But anyway, it's just kind of interesting because obviously we've, we've talked before about the fact that the queen always wore colorful outfits because she said she had to stand out so people could find her. If she showed up in beige, nobody would notice her. And so her clothes were, were very much on display in all ways. And um, so, you know, hopefully maybe some people are knowingly or unknowingly getting to right. to wear those things. So, all right, let's go from the queen to, I don't know, what do we call Harry Styles? <laughs> um, a, a formidable queen. <laughs> oh, do you think? I don't think. I mean, he's very much involved with. Well, you can be a masculine queen, too. Oh, I suppose you can. Can't you? I don't know. Maybe our listeners. I think he does celebrate all pop culture queens and his style. Yeah. But I I think he apparently likes women. Oh. At least it would seem that way. I'm not in his business, so I wouldn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he and I are very close. And he is, well, he has been dating Olivia Wilde for quite some time. But I think he was actually quoted as saying... I fancy myself like a straight queen. Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, he d- certainly dresses all over the place. Yeah, I mean, and it's and, very cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. his fingernails are often polished, which right. leads us. Do you see like, what I did there? I love segue. that. That yeah. segue. Okay. He, uh, the beauty brand Pleasing, has officially launched their first makeup collection of Harry Styles' beauty brand. Uh, and it made its debut this week. It is Paris Fashion Week. And this was created with designer Marco Ribeiro. I hope I said that correctly. It is correct. Okay. And it's a bright assortment of nail polishes uh, with a lot of gloss to them. They like these um, bright colors. And they also have new pleasing pigments. They say a palette of pressed powder and universal cream pigments they're so the products are somewhat avant-garde they probably aren't for everyone sure uh, but they're available on the company's website now on pleasing and the whole idea is to have fun with makeup and i i mean that is what you would sort of expect harry styles to to want is that something you would buy yourself I don't know. I'd have to see all the colors of the nail polish and all, but I bet I would. Yeah. I, I mean, I you know. I, I mean, it is like it's a unique thing for a male to come out with a line like that. I mean, it just is and collaborate with someone. But yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. I think he's also embracing the fact that rock and roll is also in these ways. Yes. You know, it's colorful. It's fun. It's meant to be different. You're- and I think young people, especially, I mean, his fans. They go along with all of that. They es- like that. So. Especially when we're talking about being inclusive and including and letting people define themselves as who they are. Yeah. I think it's perfectly okay. I think what, what's great to me, and I see this with my grandsons who are 14 and 18, it's such a different take on everything. It is not a strange thing for them. You know, all kids are what they are. It doesn't right. matter, you know, what you identify as. Right. Everybody is accepted. Right. And I think older people can learn from kids. And I think that it's it, it's great to see that because you're hopeful that that's how it's going to continue, you know, from the generations. Exactly. Um, so anyway, if you, you know, if, if makeup is your thing, Sephora 
is offering something. I don't know. Do you want to talk about this? And let me hear what you think about if it's going to be a successful thing. Well, I mean, Sephora is actually offering right now. You can do if you let's say if you're a perfume makeup enthusiast, beauty enthusiast, you can pay forty nine dollars annually. Yeah. And that means you get within that day your same day shipping, sometimes within two hours. Yeah. But it's also interesting because they state all of that, but then they also make sure to remind you that there is a cutoff daily. You do have to get things oh, by in. a certain time. Exactly. Yeah. But then when you look at this as well, you can do expedited shipping for $6.95 if you decide that you need something immediately as well. Yeah. You know, I guess the thing is um, Sephora thinks that there are enough people, obviously, with beauty emergencies right. that will want that same day delivery, you know, that it's worth it to them to pay $49 for it. But year. I think in some instances, let's say your eyebrow pencil ran out or you needed a mascara really quickly or you weren't smelling so great, you needed that <laughs> perfume. It might be worth it for, for that instance, but I, I feel like it would be more an on-base emergency situation unless you know you need those things on repeat and you need them immediately. Well, you know, the thing is, like, I had an emergency Um Yesterday, I realized as I was putting my concealer on, and it shouldn't have dried up that fast because I hadn't had it that long back, just saying. Right. Um, and I did run over to Macy's to pick it up. Right. It wasn't a big deal to drive over there. And usually, I mean, even like when you were saying with like eyebrow pencil or that kind of thing, I know the one I use is a, you know, what do you, you turn it to get it up? What do you call it? The tw- like the twist top yeah, ones. The yes. Thing. Okay. So I can sort of tell when it's getting low. low and I usually just make sure that I have another one in the house. I don't think I need to pay $49 to make sure year. that you I, get I mean, I guess I don't think of people buying that much in an emergency situation. Well, and you, we, I mean, we both read this article. I think the other thing that was interesting was it's literally only about shipping. It's not about a discount. It's not about a percentage. Right. It's not about anything else. Yeah. Um, you can get a 30-day free trial. Oh. So, um, you know, I, I guess you could do that at least and see if you think it pays off. I just... I don't know. I I mean, I guess it's one more thing they can offer, but it just doesn't seem like it's that important to me. But Well, in the realm of shopping, I don't think it is either. If you need something immediately, you pay for express shipping. Yeah. 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 There's, there are other ways. They had had a deal. We love you, Instacart. Sephora, but we don't need the yeah. $49 extra yeah. fee. We're going to keep our $49. Yeah. Um, and then just quickly before we have to take a break, I did want to mention Eloquy has introduced a wedding collection for size 14 and above. And it's uh, coming out during Bridal Fashion Week this month in October. And they've got a 50-piece collection, and the gowns range in price from 49 to $299. And they decided their customers have been saying they want bridal selection. Uh, and, and it sounds like these dresses are lace and sequin and, I mean, everything that yes, you could think of. Yeah, everything that, that you would want. So, I mean, you know, I think for a lot of women, this is going to be a, a nice addition to the bridal market. Um, and, of course, and Anthropology, their brand, Beholden, uh, has got extended bridal right. collection, too. So um, there's more out there for everyone, which right. is a good thing. So we have to take a break. And when we come back, it's going to be time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? Stay tuned. Now. 
I can. What a great song, right? Yes, it is a great song. I love all of these songs that we're playing today. Lexi, why are we playing these I Forgot? I think it's because of the Down and Dirty Film Fest. It's oh, a bunch oh. of songs so they're all, from... Okay, they're all the soundtrack. I was in yes. one of those films last night. Oh. We'll have to talk about we that. Can't, are we allowed to? Yes. I don't know if we are. It already aired. Oh, it did? Last night. Oh, you know, I was busy prepping for this show. I was too. I was not in attendance, though. You? Uh, you are listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Harmony Kaplan. Today, here with Grant Whitaker. Allie will be back next week. And it is that time in the show when we say, What is she wearing? I don't know. Do you like that? I don't know. Whose look is it anyway? I can't she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Okay. Well, by the way, you had a great segue into that too today. Did you think so? Yeah. I worked so hard. I know you were practicing. (laughs) It was so good. For hours. (laughs) So let's start with something that I think we both like. Mm -hmm. And it is the... Duster coat. Yes. Why don't you tell us about the duster coat? So the duster coat, if you are trying to envision what it is that we're we're featuring and talking about, it's anything that's a coat that's pretty much below your knee length. It could be something that's a little bit more flowy. It could be in the sense of also having a belt and being more like a trench. could be a kimono coat. It could be a long tuxedo coat. Some of them are, are longer than yes, that. Yes, but they're yeah. featuring them more as being flowy and or belted or non-belted. Okay, so you can do a lot of different things. And a lot of it's matchy-matchy. So like if you have a lavender pant or short or top, that you're adding this kind of long duster coat to finish off the outfit. I love it. Oh, me too. Now, the only question I have is, what do you do beyond fall? You can't really wear it if you have to put a coat over it. You're going to look silly. You mean the duster itself? Well, I think it's meant to be your accent coat. I mean, the thing is, if you were thinking about Minnesota winter, what could you do? You could wear the duster coat and put like a a fur shawl over it, or you could put like a big scarf over it, and that could be complete your look. Not when it's 20 below, Grant. Well, but most of us like run from an Uber these days or a car and get into the building. We're not talking about long walks on on Centennial Lake (laughs) in a duster coat. (laughs) you aren't. (laughs) But it's meant to be an outfit. Yeah. You know? Well, I know. I Are you going to wear it. your duster coat on your on your below zero walk? <laughs> yes, <laughs> on my runs. I'm going to wear it on my runs, actually. But I mean, I do think we, there was one we were looking at that is a like a lavender that is just a really beautiful shade. It is a beautiful and, shade, and it's such a great color still for like this fall. And you know, I mean, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of a nice thing to cover up if you don't feel like. A hundred percent. Yeah. If you, if you like, I would like that. Spit over it out. Me. <laughs> I can then let everything hang out if I'm wearing that. Well, but the thing is, that's the thing is, it's really meant to complete your outfit and be in a whole ensemble. Yeah. Ensemble. Yes. That's what I like. Good Everybody needs a good outfit. This yeah. is just that next so accent. We would both say thumbs up. Yes, of that. course. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's good to be a Mall Clooney in always. I mean, you know, <laughs> let's start with the man on her arm. Right. 
But she wore two very different looks this last week. They're in New York, and they celebrated their eighth anniversary and went out to dinner. And she was wearing a um, zebra print pleated skirt with just a, a plain, you know, probably $7 million, but a plain black long sleeve <laughs> turtleneck and kind of boots. I'm of, sure it was cashmere. I would guess. Um what did you think of that outfit? I love that outfit. I knew you were going to say that. Well, I think a good animal print done with like an accent is very dressy. It's very flattering. It really just kind of brightens your mood. Is zebra the big one right now? I mean, I, you know, it changes. I know the animal prints from one season Zebra's to another. Zebra's not necessarily like everywhere this season, but I mean, there's always animal print. I mean, I, I mean, literally even like, Kate Spade right now has like a leopardy kind of situation happening. You know, it's, I say this all the time. It can work as a really great neutral. Like you said, she's got that black turtleneck on. What a great accent to make an outfit. Yeah. If you have a great animal print pant, it makes a great outfit. Anybody who has listened to this show for any length of time knows I'm not a fan of animal prints. Well, maybe you gotta believe, you gotta get your kitty on and get out there a little bit more well, with those prints. I believe animal prints should be on animals. Oh, and I just I you know it just doesn't do it. For, I mean, she looks lovely. But, but if you were in a stunning leopard print or zebra print suit, you would look so good in that. Oh, you say the nicest. But things. you really would. I mean, think about Jane Fonda. She, recently, she was photographed in that great like animal print yeah. suit. I don't know. It just it. It's just not. It gives you fleas. Favorite. It could. could, I don't want to take a chance. Meanwhile, I would say the outfit she wore, uh, I believe it was the night before last, Amal Clooney. That I would take. Um, They have started, Amal and George Clooney have started a foundation. uh, And they had an event. They give out what is called the Albie Awards. It was at the New York Public Library. And she was in a floor-length strappy dress made of strung-together pearls and crystals. And they graduated in one another. It looked sort of fringy, actually, like a a 1920s style. Oh, so Um, good. And kind of defined at the waist a little bit so that every strand just kind of sparkled as it sort of went down the, the gown. I mean... It's Absolutely. beyond stunning. I hope we can, Lexi, can we post this, I hope. Um, it was yeah, like definitely. the chandelier of dresses. Yes. I, it's Versace. Yes. Which is not bad. No. Um, I thought it was absolutely elegant. She wore like earrings and she didn't need any other jewelry. Well, and this was also that. a custom piece that was done for Why her. Why not? Right? Why not? You well, just... that, Versace does such great work when they do custom pieces yes. for people. Yeah. And she had the tiniest little handbag mm-hmm, with her. I saw there it. There is not a thing you could put in there except maybe a clean <laughs> A piece of bag. gum? <laughs> yeah, a piece of gum, maybe a thin credit card, and a Kleenex. Right. I don't think you could even get a lipstick no. tube in there. But I'm sure she was wearing lipstick that won't come off anyway. Probably. So, you know. Anyway, I mean, thumbs up on that, totally. Um. All right. I want to talk about Jennifer Garner oh. because I'm I'm kind of uh, in in that look today. She in style called it a cozy outfit, a lesson in comfy, cute fall dressing. Now I have a feeling you don't think so. You look great in your cardigan sweater today, and you've got a, like a matching pant. It is a pulled together look. 
Thank you. With a white T-shirt, because that's the thing. Everybody's got to have I a mean, white T-shirt. Right? I like Jennifer Garner. I think she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. And But this outfit really did look like she slept in her sweater. She <laughs> stepped out of like being a schoolgirl at like a private school yeah. and slept in it and then walked out on the street. You know, maybe it's the picture that they happen to snap. Um, it's a, a skirt like just below the knee, and that's fine. And she had a white T-shirt and the cardigan, which... I think the way the cardigan was sitting on her, it looked, first I thought it wasn't buttoned correctly, but um, it maybe didn't come off quite. It just looked a little, you know, not to discredit her and or people's choices in fashion. It was a little frumpy. Little frumpy. Well, I hope I did better than that, Grant. I always feel you sit in judgment. You did. I have. Yes, you know me. We have a whole other hour of shop girls coming up. If you got questions, get ready to call, and we will be back after this.